Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're recording. Recording. Yay, we're back. And we're back, and it's week two Yay, of Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> welcome. Yay. Welcome, welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. <laughs> Where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth Bachelor, Bachelor in, in Paradise. Paradise. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we just watched week two of Paradise. Uh huh. Yep. That's a lot. I just spent four hours of my life Ooh. that I will never get back. Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> and we have a few more weeks of this. Yeah, just what three more? Oh my lord! Probably more than that. Three? I think it's five weeks, oh, right? Bachelor in Paradise. This, this shit goes into September. Yep, <laughs> for a while. <laughs> it was good though. Yeah. It was. It was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, it was a good week. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff went down. Um, Justine, start off. What are your initial thoughts? Okay, so my initial thoughts on the combined both Monday and Tuesday. Yes, the whole week the two. The whole thing. Yep. My initial thought is now I see what you niggas were talking about. Because Thank I you. just watched some good old foolery. Yes. Um, I don't think this is even the best. I think the best is yet to come. Yet to come. Oh, yes. Yep, I'm excited. Um, Also, a big theme, I think, for the next uh, four or five weeks is that Tia is on Bachelor in Paradise to grow some balls. I think she had absolutely no balls before. I think she was just walking around letting men stomp all over her, falling in love Mm. with them because they were taller than her. And now (laughs) she is getting ready to really stand up for herself. And I can appreciate Mm -hmm. that. I don't think she's going to get any ass, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? What else? What else? I think everything else, uh, you know, we'll get into during the recap. Okay. Mm -hmm. I agree. I'm excited to see some growth. From Tia. That's a much nicer way to put it. (laughs) Yeah, some growth. (laughs) It's nice to see people like grow or like learn something Mm -hmm. on this show. Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, she's been, she's already getting fucked around so much by these horrible men. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think you're right that maybe she'll grow some balls and start to stick up for herself. Mm -hmm. My initial thoughts. um, So 
Will's leaving solidified that he will not be the next Bachelor. Yeah, nope. Sorry, everybody. That this was his time. This was the time for us to like see if Will's had the potential or mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. And he didn't even get a paradise. So there goes our Black Bachelor out yeah. the window. Yeah. Um. Next, Colton, and I'll get into this. Colton has a big shot at being the bachelor. Yeah, he might be the next one. He might be the next one. The entire first episode was totally geared towards him mm-hmm. and showing how broken and um, like heart-wrenched he is <laughs> from Becca. <laughs> and women love seeing men cry. I was getting a little teary on my damn self watching him. Sure was. Mm. And like it, watching him, we like almost immediately forgot about the mess that he was going on with Tia. And it was just like, who's seeing, we? What? I did, bitch. I <laughs> forgot, okay? Because now I'm like, oh, you are so wrapped up in Becca still. Mm-hmm. This is why you are quote unquote fooling around with Tia or whatever. You're, you genuinely are a mess <laughs> in your head. Yeah. It's just like jumble. And so seeing it, seeing him have that moment and it all come to head, it was kind of sad. We're going sad. more into this later? Huh? Yeah, we're going to go deeper into uh, Okay, this. good. Oh, you know. Yeah. But I think him, if he is named The Bachelor, um, and Colton, he's, he's a very polarizing figure yes. already. Look at this. I'm like <laughs> sitting here like preaching from the mountaintops for my baby daddy. <laughs> and I'm like mm, at the bottom of the like, mountain with my goat's like, leg. Nah. Mm. <laughs> you and everybody, all the other <laughs> listeners, everybody tweet at me and <laughs> send me emails talking about Colton Suggs. So clearly I'm sitting on an island by myself. But he's a very polarizing figure in a very similar way that Nick Vial was polarizing was and he? was still named the motherfucking bachelor oh my god and it was like his eighth try oh it lord was like have mercy <laughs> his lucky number eight <laughs> and he went on paradise didn't find love that was supposed to be his like whole redemption season uh-huh. people still left when he left there people were still not checking for nick and they still named him as the bachelor yeah so polarizing sometimes helps yeah yeah Just put that out it, at least it, it generates energy and ratings and talking and and content mm-hmm. and all that stuff so i can see how it could be a good thing yeah, totally. And as much as y'all can't stand Colton, you can't, you cannot deny that'll be a good season. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes, yes. the layers—they're gonna dissect the shit out of this virginity yep. thing. They're gonna cast about four, five, six girls who are also virgins. Yeah. Oh. They're gonna cast a bunch of girls who are like sex vixens. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> I was just thinking about that S and M girls they don't cast. Uh huh. Ex stripper. They have everybody on that cast. I'm, I'm ready to watch Colton as the best. Yeah. He's not my first choice. I still put out there. I mean, he's one of my top choices. Mm-hmm. I still really want to see Grocery Store Joe. Mm. Not even see, like, go be on the season with go- Grocery Store Joe more than anything. Right, yeah. I'm thinking, like, I don't want to watch him fall in love with someone I else. Watch I would it. be devastated. I want to be in the mix right. competing for his love. I want to be the last one. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he he's still up top for me, I think, but I would I'm totally here for a Colton season. Okay. Um, last quick thought, which I will definitely get into. Chris R is the fucking worst. Oh, he's garbage. Straight oh, trash. My God. Probably one of the biggest trash bags in a while. Yeah. He's really shown his ass on this season. Yeah. Particularly this second part of the of this week. Yes. Today's yeah. Episode. Today tonight. So Tuesday was so yeah. bad. Oh my god, he's the worst. Yeah. He's a fraud. Mm-hmm. Like just 
Ugh, I just want someone to punch him. Yeah. Um, okay, so those are initial thoughts. Um, before we get into everything, again, say this every week. Going to keep on saying it. Rate, review, subscribe. But, you Please. guys, we made it to the top 100 podcasts in TV and film. <laughs> we did. It changes every day, but we were there We one were day. there. We were there. And I think we were there because of your guys' downloads and your ratings and re- your reviews. It's like a yes. combination of everything. So just everything. help us. We'll stay there. We'll stay in the top 100 with all these other cool, awesome podcasts and people. Yes. And we don't ask for much. We sure we don't. We don't ask for much, y'all. We don't ask for anything. We ask for you to take your finger, hit the five stars, yep. take a couple more fingers, and write a nice little sentence. That's it. That's it. Much appreciated. Please. Yep. Um, so that's the first thing. Also, of course, we're on Twitter. Our handle is the number two BLK girls, the number one rose. It's a good time. Go and follow us. Mm-hmm. And our um, email is the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. We do lots of call outs for emails. So if you are someone who's had a very specific situation and we call it out, please email us and let us know. Mm-hmm. Yay! And find us on Facebook. Yeah, and find us on Facebook. Yes. Um, okay, so before we get into this very lengthy recap, because we have four <laughs> hours of content to, to dissect, yeah. um, we do have some church announcements. Church announcements! What about your program? This was a really good week with emails. Yeah, yeah it was a doozy. Yes, before we even get into emails, I just want to say, I don't know if we said this already, but much love to everybody for all the positive feedback, specifically on the finale episode. Yeah. Becca's finale. That really spoke to people, mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently. I guess everybody was in their feelings on Becca's white female liberal pr- privilege. Oh, yeah. So we got a lot of great emails, a lot of good Twitter interaction mm-hmm. about that episode in particular. So I really, really appreciated that, um, hearing that you guys agreed and that we aren't crazy thinking these things. So Right. Yeah, and Garrett, uh, you know, he offended everybody. He was equal opportunity. So, you know, I think everybody had a chance to feel personally right. offended by Garrett. So that was... Exactly. Yeah. So, it was, you know, it was good. Thanks, guys. We in this, we in this together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. okay, so some church announcements for this week. Um, some people sent us some love and some really funny stuff. Joe, thank you for the love. Um, Ashlyn sent us some love, but also sent us Garrett's doppelganger, who is <laughs> Lenny from Shark Tale. You all know I think he looks like an animated Nemo, Finding Nemo character, but this is who uh, he looks like, Lenny from Shark Tale. He looks just like him. Go and Google it. Yeah, he did. Oh my god, it's frighteningly um, it accurate. The, the, like the wide-set eyes mm. and the big smile. Mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. Like a shark. Mm-hmm. Um... Corinne, also thank you for the love and the picture of your puppy. You guys send us picture of your puppies. Oh my god, her dog is so like cute. Albus Dumbledore. Yes, it's, so <laughs> it's a corgi. It's a corgi. It's Albus Dumbledore. That picture made my life. I love dogs. Oh my god, so cute. Was Give him a big light. kiss for me. Yes, that is so cute. Um, yes. thank you to Catherine, Julia, um, and also Anna, who told us about a very interesting. Uh, fair that goes on in Minnesota. I didn't know about this, mm-hmm. uh, Minnesota peeps. But you guys have some sort of a fair where you guys name a princess who gets their face carved out of butter? Which I would low-key love. I'm not even gonna lie. 
Ew. Face <laughs> carved out of butter. I but that was because Becca, remember I said her, her finale dress looked like she's the Miss Minneapolis <laughs> tomato farm princess of the fair. And lo and behold, there is a farm, or not a farm, there is a fair. Yeah, there is a fair. Of some bullshit. And you're the butter princess. The butter princess yep. Minnesota. So thanks, Anna, for sending us over that tidbit. It was fun. Um, then we got another email from, okay, I don't know if it's Ina or Ayana, not sure. But, um, she emailed us earlier on in the week about some thoughts she had about paradise, but she also had some thoughts about interracial dating. She said that, um, interracial dating on paradise or on the bachelor, uh, franchise in general is just an exercise in futility. What are your thoughts on that, my friend? I agree. Because she said, like, being a person of color going on to one of these shows, it just is an uphill battle, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Um, and I'm like, this sounds about right. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, Sean Lowe, to our knowledge, is the only Bachelor who, like, had a full-on black girl, like, dated a black woman mm-hmm. prior to the show. Um, outside of him... Allegedly Ari, but that's what he told Lauren G. Allegedly he never Ari. told that to CN, so who knows? No. Or he, or what was it? Lauren G. He said he lived with a black woman? He said that he, yeah, he dated a black woman named Portia. Yeah, so that allegedly <laughs> happened. <laughs> I don't believe ben that. Ben Higgins, for damn sure, ain't dating no damn black Oh, woman. definitely not. What? Isn't he a Republican? Yes. Yeah, bye. And so... Like, Jubilee was on his season. She, like, lasted a while, but of course, yes. he wasn't going to shoot. He yeah. chose, he literally chose Lauren B. Another yes. Lauren B. Yeah. who was blonde and looked exactly the same. Yep. So, like. And she left him, so. Hmm. Right. Nick Vial, I don't think he dated anyone black. He had Rachel. Rachel lasted longer than any other a person. A long time, yeah. Um, but then, you know, she, he ended up not choosing her. I just feel like if, if you haven't dated interracially before, I highly doubt that during your journey to find a husband, like, this is going to be the chance for you to date interracially. Oh, gosh. It just doesn't. So then it makes it. So then, like, the people of color don't really have much of a shot in that respect. Right, right. Because you know you're I mean? not going to explore that much that's different. Like, all these. Even, like, let's say with Becca, she chose a guy who felt like home. Like, these people are not mm-hmm. going to choose anything that risky when they've only known you At for six this weeks. Stage. Right, and at this stage where they're looking for a husband, uh, right, a life for partner, a wife, yeah. If you're like trying to date, like okay, maybe I date a black girl, see what it's like, da da da. Right. But you're now on the journey for your husband. Like <laughs> this is gonna be the time for you to like experiment. Like yeah. no, no, it's not. It's like, do you watch um, Married at First Sight? Yes. So it's like on Married at First Sight. They never. The experts never. They've had very few interracial couples yeah. on this season, and they yeah. say they won't match an interracial couple unless they themselves have already done this before mm. Mm. like they're not going to match a person to be married at first sight and then i get down the aisle and it's like this asian man and i've never <laughs> dated interracially before right. like, this is not the time <laughs> right. to be trying this shit <laughs> yeah, and so like i appreciate yeah. they do that on the show because they like you have to demonstrate some some capacity of like cultural competency right you know what i exactly. mean at this stage yes this is not the time to like try and learn and live and mess up and say the wrong thing right and, you know, right learn it. this ain't the time so so yeah I, I totally i hear Ana. Ina. i'm not sure her name but yeah I, I, I totally get it yeah shout out to you girl mm-hmm. um and then eve 
um, emailed us um, with some great commentary. She's a frequent emailer, so hey, Eve, how you doing? Um, hey. But she pointed out how the producers did Rachel wrong and how, you know, what they did to her and Brian's love story was terrible. But Rachel is vying for that TV wedding from the American Broadcasting Company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she should be. <laughs> what you laughing for? I I they, don't see the point in this. I they she did not get her happy ending with them. Mm-hmm. They made her out to look crazy. Uh huh. She's not very happy with the way they ended. Mm-hmm. Um, you know her love story and how they represent her love story with Brian. The very least they can give me is a free ass wedding. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I don't need the TV part. I don't need it to be on television. I just need it to be paid for. Thank you. Oh, well, that's not... You need one. You can't have one without the other. Well, I know, so I'm going to take the TV too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, to me, if I have to be on TV for my wedding, that means there has to be drama involved. And I don't want to put any of that drama out on TV. I don't, like, don't want to be fighting with my fiancé's mother about the desserts for money i just don't want to do that's me personally so yeah i watched sean and Catherine's wedding i haven't watched i don't think i watched any of the other weddings they when they filmed the tv wedding to my knowledge it's just the wedding it's not like a whole show oh see i've only watched like an etv weddings and bet and they make a whole show out of it and it's oh oh yeah it's like a mini series Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, at least I don't remember Sean and Catherine having a miniseries. It was like just mm. the wedding and like they showed the reception and they like interview all the other contestants there. It's like oh. cute. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's nice. Oh, then give her that wedding then. Hell I thought this yeah. had to be like a program, a whole, like a whole series. They gotta yeah. Come and they gotta create drama. Yeah, create that drama. I couldn't, that I, yeah, if it was that, then no, she would be a fool to do that because they made yeah. her look crazy. Did her wrong. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. But no, I think it's just a free ass wedding on TV, and oh. hell fucking yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah, yeah. they over the the very. If least. anything, uh, BT just do it. <laughs> BT do the wedding. Just do the wedding. Oh lordy. <laughs> we would watch. Just do it. I yes. haven't turned on BT on purpose in years. <laughs> right for Rachel's wedding, <laughs> turn it on real quick. <laughs> And then we got another email. Oh, sorry, friend. Were you done? Yeah, done. Okay. We got another really interesting email from um, our listener, Kunle. Kunle? Sorry, fellow slobcat, if I'm mispronouncing your name. But he emailed us. He's a straight man, guys. Married. And he emailed us talking about um, a lot of different topics. He went really in-depth in his email, which we really appreciate. Um, but specifically, he was talking about the fraternity culture that has been created in this country from the um, the downward spiral of the of our political <laughs> climate and um, our president, and also how the internet has affected um, men's perception on boundaries of women, mm-hmm. which I found really interesting. Um, especially he brought up sites like Instagram or apps, I should say like Instagram and Twitter where your identity is front and center and they still feel like it's more than okay to flash your dick at different women. If Leo was on the street, would he just flash his dick out? No, but he would in an Instagram message. 
because that mm-hmm. has given them per- the permission to do so. Mm-hmm. Which is still weird because th- what's his face? Leo, he left that comment on that girl, like, you need my big dick or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can click on your face and go straight to your page and see you. So it's like you're anonymous, yeah. but you're, you're not that anonymous, dude. Like, I can yeah. go and read He's your whole profile. At all. Yeah. But for whatever reason, the internet and these apps and whatnot empower men to just be disgusting because as you yeah. said on the street he wouldn't do that mm-hmm. but behind the comfort of his television or of his phone he can just be out here just being gross with people yeah um yeah it's really really sad basically like as Kunle was saying like we need to continue to have these conversations women mm-hmm. need to continue to speak out on harassment mm-hmm. and essentially scare men into acting right yeah <laughs> Like, if it going to do it, it's clearly working. Yeah. Because men are all of a sudden like, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know Listen. what to do. Nothing. Don't say yeah. nothing to me. Don't look my way. Don't nothing. <laughs> How about that? I hope you are scared. Fuck oh, out of here. Oh, my God. I know. Matt Lauer's out of a job, man. Out of a goddamn job for being a trash bag. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And got caught. That's yeah. Good. Someone spoke out, and that was it. Right. And scared him. Deal. Scared into him into submission <laughs> of unemployment. <laughs> Matt Lott was making like $50 million a year or something. My nigga ain't getting no paychecks no more. None. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. <laughs> and his wife divorced him. And oh, yeah. His wife was like, like, oh, what a perfect time. I'm oh, actually yeah. done with you. I'm my done nigga. with you. And I'm, I'm taking, taking the house in the Hamptons. Oh, yeah. And I'm taking the house in the south of France. <laughs> and I'm getting alimony about $8 million every year. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> and she can be dating, like, John Hamm or, like, Liam Neeson in, like, two years and be out here. Yes. So, do you, uh, Mrs. X. Yeah. Miss <laughs> Lauer, girl. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just thinking about that today. I was just thinking about Tiger Woods and how Tiger Woods is really now hideous and also loses every golf game. Oh, and how happy shame. that makes me. <laughs> he it really... really fills me with joy his whole career just went down the tank his whole life he don't see them kids she married somebody else he had to pay her alimony and child support like she got half and she fucked up his car and she fucked up his car she fucked up his car was crazy it makes me so happy anyway guys (laughs) just be empowered don't fuck up anybody's car that's not what we're saying but (laughs) i mean that's what you're not saying do you girl (laughs) but us and coon lee say if you feel empowered to say something about some man who's being nasty or anything like that in the office or on the street or whatever call him out Mm -hmm. show enough and uh yeah that ends the church announcements (laughs) (laughs) okay on a great note fired up now for the recap (laughs) oh my god um i don't have any bachelor nation news Let's go into that recap, so girl. Go sh- there's nothing of worth, so let's just go straight into the recap. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is a two-part episode. We just watched Monday night and Tuesday night, so let's start off with Monday night, part one. So it started off as a to-be-continued from the premiere, mm-hmm. where, remember, Colton just went on his date with Tia, then he returns, yes. and you got the three stooges. The, the goose gang. Goose gang or whatever, yes. ready to jump them. So we continue off from there. So Chris, Jordan, and Nick, um, they, you know, pull Colton aside and they're coming in talking about, you know, 
he needs to pay for what he's doing. He's making Tia look like a fool. Like, I don't act like y'all really give two shits about Tia. This That's has what I'm to do with Tia. Yeah. It's just stop. elimination night. Like, it's stop a, it with this. Yeah, it's elimination <laughs> night. Y'all already feel some type of way about Colton. Yeah, yeah. Chris does have some feelings for Tia, so he's feeling salty and jealous that Colton already has kind of like a one-up on him because Tia's in love with him. <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, multiple ups. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what this is about. Stop acting like you give a shit about Tia. Right. It's so annoying. Um, so anyways, Tia, she's ranting about how the date was great. She's telling everybody they kiss and whatnot. Um, and so anyways, the guys are off talking with Colton. Chris asked Colton, you know, are you here for Tia or are you playing the field? Which is it? Mm. And Colton says like, I'm exploring other options, but Tia's still on the board. That's the worst answer ever. In my opinion though, it's a fine answer to give. He's in paradise. He's not yeah. Tia's boyfriend. Why is he locked into just Tia? Because she's been preaching that she's in love with him. He never said he's in love with her. If that girl is in love with you and you're not in love with her, he, she needs to be off the table. True. And he needs to, and I, I was going to go into this, but he, he wasn't 100% truthful or fully um, yeah. honest with Tia during their date. No. He kind of gave her like this wishy-washy answer that, she left there thinking like we're fucking then, going to the to the church house tomorrow. <laughs> right. Yeah. They were like making out and she was all up on his biceps. Like mm-hmm. that sends a whole other signal. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's whatever, you know. But at the, I'm like very conflicted because at the same time, like he doesn't, as he said to Chris and them, like this was only his second date with Tia. Like Tia yeah. is talking as if they've been dating for yes. months and this True. is her like seventh grade boyfriend. Like <laughs> This was literally their second date. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he is still, yes, yeah, still kind of trying to figure her out and figure out mm-hmm. if he does like her beyond, because they date, they went on that one date, then he immediately left and went on The Bachelor, or The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. was in love with Becca for forever, <laughs> came back, and now he's, like, still kind of, like, trying to see who this Tia girl is. Yeah. So, like, I think it's shady, but also, like, it's not that fucked up, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but yeah, where he did fuck up was he wasn't very explicit with her on the boat. And sh- the fact that she left there, left the boat feeling like they're on the same page. Yes, Clearly yes. didn't do the right thing. He didn't, <laughs> right. he didn't say all that needed to be said. Yes, exactly. So yeah, so that's where he was wrong. Um, so anyways, Chris is, you know, he learns that Colton and Tia kissed. He's pissed. You know, the kiss changes everything. How can she explore other people when you're still in the back of her mind? You can only kiss people you're truly interested in. Mm, 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 mm. Colton, in that moment, looked genuinely confused. <laughs> and I feel like he, he still doesn't fully understand the extent to which Tia has been marching around yeah. saying how much she loves him. Yeah. He's thinking, to Colton, clearly he was like, it was just a kiss. Mm-hmm. But for everyone else on the beach, they know that's more to Tia, though. Mm-hmm. So Colton being so confused, you can tell he just really doesn't fully understand like what went on that day that he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, right. And I you know guess I mean? he doesn't get it. My thing is all the cues are there. Because she went yeah. up to Becca and said, I'm still in love with Colton. What was that? A month before this? Yeah. You know, this wasn't yeah. that long ago. No, yeah. So, it's playing I don't dumb. know. 
what is he doing? Yeah. He's playing yeah, he's... dumb or he just is dumb. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Shoot. I don't know. Guys play dumb all the time, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like they play dumb to get, like, more ass from different people. Yeah, or also, <laughs> like, I think guys, a lot of guys have a fear of, like, rejecting girls. They have a fear of being mean. Yeah, being and, and, like, looking bad. Mean, looking bad, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's playing, he's towing the line. He knows exactly, he probably knows for sure, like, Tia, or he knows. Yeah, as you said, Tia went to Becca and said, like, I'm in love with him. Like, he right. knows that was a big deal. Tia has strong ass feelings for you. Yeah. But for whatever reason, he's kind of, like, putting his hands up, like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I just kissed her. Whatever. Who cares? Right. What? Jeez. Oh, but anyway, it comes back to bite his ass in the next episode. Let's right. continue. Um, so yeah, so he says that, you know, I, he's like, I literally just told Becca I was in love with her. I can't just jump right back in with Tia, which makes a lot of sense and also Mm -hmm. makes you think, okay, what are you doing here then? What are you doing? (laughs) Because you are clearly still in love with Tia, with Becca. And you can't answer a question. Every answer was this roundabout ring around the rosy ass answer. And I was Mm -hmm. like, can you just answer one of the two options? These are multiple choice. (laughs) Are you in love with Tia or no? Well, I don't really know her, but maybe like, I don't, yes or no. (laughs) Oh, God, he you got on my nerves. doesn't know, though. He oh literally has no idea what's happening right now. Like, <laughs> so aggravating. His heart and his oh head God. are all over the place. And he he's madly still in love with Becca and is sitting here trying to pretend like he wants to play this whole paradise thing. Mm-hmm. And he generally doesn't even know what planet he's on right now. Like, he doesn't know <laughs> what is happening. <laughs> so that conversation went great. Um, next day, Kenny... Gets a date card. Mm-hmm. So exciting. So exciting. Um, he talks up with a couple people, and then he lands on Crystal and tells Crystal how he, you know, had butterflies the first time he saw her. How did this happen? Oh, oh my God. God. Gives her the date card and whisks her away. Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin, the Canadian... Oh, yeah, 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 Kevin. Yes. He's he's tight. He's a little nervous because he and Crystal had a little thing going on. Like, the oh, night right. before, they, like, made out on the day beds or whatever. Right. So he's like, fuck, now she's going off on a date. And this is what I love about Paradise. Like, things change every second. Instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. You have to have at yeah. least... You have to have a main and, like, two <laughs> side pieces. <laughs> Because someone new might come down the stairs, take your main yep. piece, and then you gotta go try and get a rose from the side pieces. And they're not equal. Like, it's not like one girl goes and then one girl comes in. It's like one girl goes and three more girls it's come three in. Three more come. So then all the girls are like, Ooh. fuck, and they're just, you know, chomping at the bits. Yeah. So, yeah, love it. Um, so then, Annalise. Jordan is still talking about he's in love with her and, you know, he wants to yeah, spend time with her. So smitten. And smitten. He yeah. doesn't have a date card, so he plans this little cute dinner for her mm-hmm. and, you know, sets up this little table by the ocean and, you know, trying to get to know each other and whatnot. And, you know, they're just talking. She says she's an artist. He's like, oh, my God, I love artists. They're just, like, <laughs> having these little, like quote-unquote cute moments are they i don't know i thought she during this conversation had a lot of code language for i'm older than you yes (laughs) right (laughs) yeah she had a lot of like i know what i want in my life 
I want to be a wife. I want to be a mother. Like, lots mm-hmm. of, like, I'm 33 and you are 26. So what's goody? But at the same time, all he had to do was say, yes, I am ready. Yes. yes. I'm serious. And she's like, okay, that's it. Like, she just took, <laughs> she grabbed those empty words and just ran off into the sunset. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, girl, you are too old for this. <laughs> You don't know no better by now? I know. Like, how are you buying any of this? This is where she got my Becky the Week, actually. Oh, shit. Actually, in this here moment. Because how are you buying anything that is coming out of Jordan's mouth? He is 25 years old. Yeah. He is here for Instagram followers. He is not here for a wife. No. There's and no I thought way. this is just, I thought this was common knowledge. <laughs> right. Everyone, right. I thought everybody this? knew. I thought everyone knew this. He's a joke. He's here to like build whatever career, whatever. <laughs> He's trying to get some followers on whatever platform. He's not yeah. here for a wife. Like, are Mm-mm. you serious, Annalise? <sighs> Anyways, Yuki arrives. My girl, Yuki. Oh, yeah. She gets on my nerves, but it's fine. She's so cute. She's like yeah. 15. Yeah. <laughs> She's so young. Yeah. She's the new bartender with Will, uh, with Wells. Still not speaking much English, but, you know, <laughs> she always just has good energy and mm-hmm. seems like a good time. Um, so Crystal and Kenny, they're off on their date. They go to a, they call it Lucho Libre. Yeah. You haven't, wrestling of course, date. I've heard of this. Mm-hmm. So yes, they go to one of these, which is cool because Kenny is literally a professional wrestler (laughs) so Mm -hmm. this is like his element um and uh, you know they're all into it and then suddenly kenny's like in the act (laughs) i know (laughs) he's like part of the show you know i was loving this no look at your face right now (laughs) (laughs) i can see the blush through your brown ass cheeks (laughs) this is actually my dream date like being on a date with a 36 year old father on God, like this a dude. big muscular like over 35 man mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's surprised a professional wrestler oh my defending God. my honor in mexico this is my dream life <laughs> i can't believe crystal has my dream life uh, it was pretty cool he like yep. took off his shirt he like went into the show mm-hmm. throwing people around it was pretty impressive i'll give him that i'll give him that um crystal was totally into it as well um, after their date, you know, they go and sit outside and they're talking about, um, how they each kind of had like a little controversy on their respective seasons. Yes. Yeah. I liked how he asked her like flat out, like, so you were the villain. How did you deal with that? Yeah. What was that like? <laughs> <laughs> and she said how, you know, she just built up walls against the girls in the house mm-hmm. and was acting out of character. And, you know, it was just a lot of pressure, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Excuse. excuse Fair enough. Whatever. Crystal yeah. was... Uh, a fucking bitch on her season but yeah you we have the wherewithal to know that she's probably not a crazy bitch in real life like she right might, yeah there's some redeemingness to her i'm sure yeah but not everyone not everyone does well in this process and she definitely crumbled under this yes. process yeah um but then she, you know she kind of also related to kenny because kenny had his moment too he mm-hmm. had some outbursts he had a whole thing with lee that he was forced into essentially yeah yeah i mean if lee wasn't there he probably would have been good old father kenny like yeah yeah all you know neat and you know cute but so they had that kind of like thing in common um and then you know they're getting all cute and chummy and he goes in for a kiss so right before this when they show the um 
the close-up shot of him and he looks like he got rained on. Oh my god, that so sweaty. <laughs> is my, um, for the Bachelor producers, my nigga, you ain't shit moment. Because Mm-mm. why couldn't they just give him a little towel? They couldn't give him a kerchief. A little They couldn't <laughs> give him nothing. A nothing. A paper, t- a bounty. <laughs> nothing. My he was dripping. God. He was literally dripping. And yeah. then he had to make a move on her. They were like sitting there talking mad clothes. I know. And she like had to accept the kiss. And I know. Like, what was she? Oh. That would be really mean. Yeah, she couldn't not. Yeah. I mean, she could have, yes. But like, they're having a moment. It's like and the they next were step. Just talking about her being the villain. Right. Like, she can't do anything right. to right. tarnish she... her reputation <laughs> any farther. Right. She's like redeeming herself. Yes. So he goes in for this very cringy, <laughs> very sweaty kiss. <laughs> and then when he pulled away, he, like, licked his lips. Ooh. Did you notice that? Ugh. It was... Ugh. Even though I would, like, love it. But anyway. Love Kenny, but I was cringing that entire yeah. time. Um, so anyways, back on the beach... Kevin is now hitting it off with Astrid. He's been on the hunt. He already knows Crystal ain't coming yeah. back for him. So he is out here trying to get a rose. Yeah. Um, him and Astrid, you know, hitting it off. He asks her, you know, what are you looking for? These people are pissing me off with their answers. You know, she I know. Says, Did they read the same, like, four sentences and then they all just took one? Exactly. She says, you know, someone who wants a family, someone who wants to get married, who wants to have kids. So like apparently no me and Astro can get married because <laughs> I want those things too, girl. Like <laughs> This answer told me absolutely nothing yeah, about the know. kind of man you're looking for. Like yeah. he asked you, what are you looking for? Give me qualities. Yeah. Tell me what core qualities, values like, give me a mission statement of the man that you <laughs> asked your need statement. in your life. Yeah. Don't give me this blanket ass shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Learning nothing. Oh, I wonder why these people are single. And you wonder also why Natasha just calls these people the brunettes from yes. next season. The brunettes from next season because you cannot yeah. differentiate them no. at all. They don't, they don't come in hot and heavy with like, this is me, this is what I'm looking for. Any individuality would help. Anything. Like, I don't know the difference between this girl, Astrid, and then this other girl. Uh, oh, God. What's Angela. her name? Amber? Angela. Angela. See? <laughs> Stop. Oh. Oh, yep. So, yeah. So, anyways, they're a thing now. Yada, yada. <laughs> anyways, Tia is sitting with the girls, telling them she is just so into Colton. She's so ready to give him her rose. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Colton's down on the beach playing football with Angela. <laughs> Tia, and they're just laughing it up and having oh, a yeah. whole time. Mm-hmm. And Tia sees this, and now she's like, oh, God, now I don't know what Colton wants. She just keeps... Uh, she just going wherever the wind is being... Wherever yeah. the, these men's wind is taking her. She's blowing <laughs> yes. in the breeze with them. And it's yep. like, oh, my Lord, girl. And, like, it really just confirmed that, like, on their date, they, they accomplished nothing. They're still mm-hmm. living on two different planes. And so now they need to have another conversation. Right. Like, this thing needs to get just nipped in the bud. Why can't nobody, y'all just nip Nobody this? took initiative. I, well, I guess no. Tia probably did. Or they both probably thought they did, and then they left with two different outcomes. Yeah. Well, Tia, she left the boat 
they feeling satisfied with that whack ass wishy washy answer that Colton gave her. I would have pressed yeah. him. I'd have been like, okay, no, you need to tell me. Be more explicit. What do you mean when you say blah blah blah? Yeah. She just took the wishy washy and ran with it, and mm-hmm. clearly that wasn't a good answer. Yeah. So the two of them just really just prolonging the shit out of this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time for the cocktail party. We have nine women and 11 men, so that means two guys have to go home. Mm-hmm. We have a couple love triangles. We have John, Kendall, and Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, Chelsea, and David. So, <laughs> Nick- Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Those two, Nick and David, just what is this? It's, they have got to go, yeah. So Nick, Nick the white Josiah, he mm-hmm. is sitting with Chelsea- he reminds he reminds me of in college it's like 4 a.m at the frat mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. if you're like one of the last kind of stragglers at the frat house mm-hmm. there's always that one brother who's just one frat brother who's just kind of like roaming around mm-hmm. talking to like the bottle of jack He's like, <laughs> the music is playing. He's like dancing in the corner by himself. He like with comes himself. up to you with himself. Yeah. He like comes up to you and like mumbles some shit, then walks yeah. away. Yeah. And then he just like finally passes out somewhere. Like he's just that weird brother who gets too drunk and yeah. the other brothers just kind of let him roam. Yeah. That is what Nick looks like and feels like to me. <laughs> yes, I would agree. I would a say that if you went to a college that had house parties like I did, he's the guy who wakes up on your couch. Oh, gross. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's, he's drunk. just there. And he's yeah. still drunk the next yep. day. Yep, he's still drunk. Mm-hmm. Yep. We had a lot of those. Anyway, oh, we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. So he's that guy. He's talking with Chelsea, claiming that they had a phenomenal connection on their first day. I'm sure in his uh, drug-infused state, <laughs> they did. <laughs> so delusional chelsea just sitting there just smiling looking pretty and just nodding her head like okay i'm just gonna let him talk yeah yeah and then after that after he says that he kind of goes off in this weird like inebriated rant about (laughs) how he's not here to chase anyone for a rose and he's looking for his partner in crime and like some of these like random like bold statements but like Things he thinks Chelsea in the moment wants to hear, but really she's yeah. like, I just need to get out of here. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this guy doing? He oh, won't leave me boy. alone. Someone help me. Um, meanwhile, other love triangle, Joe and Kendall. Joe is so into Kendall. It's really I cute. I know, it's adorable. I didn't know and how Kendall's I was going to feel looking, about this, but I like it. Kendall's looking really cute this season. She does, yeah. She looks very, pretty. like, easy breezy. Beautiful yeah. cover girl. Yeah. So cover girl. <laughs> they go off and lay on the day beds. He says they like have drinks. He's like, cheers. She's like, to what? He's like, to us. Joe is also a man of very few words. Uh-huh. I'm yep. starting to worry that his vocabulary vocabulary <gasps> levels might be at like Garrett level. <laughs> no, 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 Natasha, no. I really no. hate to say that. He is no. He's, yeah, he's 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 not just like a quiet guy, man. A few words. He also doesn't say a lot of. I think he's just shy. Sentences. I think he's just shy because of the cameras. I think so. Yeah, I think he definitely is kind of thrown by the camera thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give him that. I'm gonna give him all the excuses. 
Yeah. I want to see um, more of their conversations, him and Kendall. They seem to yeah. have like a deep... There's something definitely deep and serious going. They're the strongest couple, I think, right now. Oh, on oh yeah. The island or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we only ever see, like, these little tiny clips of him being like, you're so pretty. Cheers. <laughs> yes. The tuna looks nice. Like, these very, like, literally yeah. these four-word sentences. And I'm like, no, please. <laughs> Flashbacks, nightmares to Gary. <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> God. So, Joe and Kendall are sitting. Joe reveals that he's... The reason he's come to paradise is he wants to figure out why he's never been in love. What? Which, yeah, he said he'd never been in love before. I almost burned my house down, you guys, on Monday, so I may have missed <laughs> a few details. I left oh, my God. oven on, so, you know. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, I didn't know he said that. Yeah, that's, he said that. That's absolutely ridiculous. How mm-hmm. ha- is he? I am so confused by him and Venmo John, John and how I they're know single. S- I have so many questions on their backstories. Yeah. Like, have people on the internet done that, like, dug up stuff yet? Do we, like, oh, send I'm sure us grocery things. store Joe has, like, Please. <laughs> Get yeah. to work on the internet, people. <laughs> send me, like, old screenshots and shit. Well, John probably deleted all of his history from the internet because he knows, he knows how to do better. that shit because he's a mm-hmm. coder. And yeah. then grocery store Joe can barely use Instagram. So. Yeah. So he probably not <laughs> much of a digital footprint. <laughs> but, yeah, he's never been in love, he says. Um, and he's telling Kendall that he feels like he's gone to know her more in two days than other people in, like, the past, in, like, two months. Mm. And that's the thing with Paradise. They're literally spending all day together. Yeah, so with no to know technology. Her. Yeah, he's gotten to know her way better than, like, any of the guys got to know Becca. Right, and, <laughs> yes. Like, and, and it's only been two days, but two yeah. full-ass days, 24 hours, 48 hours with her. Um, and so he tells her, you know, very cute, you know, if I don't get a rose from you, I don't want it from anybody else. Oh, and when so Joe nice. says that, it's not a line. Like, he genuinely no. means that. Like, if yep. he doesn't get her rose, he's going to be like, well, all right, this is fun. Going back to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And that's that. Very cute. Um, next, Kendall goes and shits, sits with John, her oh, other yeah. dude. John is just Venmo John. So mm-hmm. adorable. Ugh. Love. He is so corny, but so yes. lovable at the same time. Yep. And he has a great body. Great body, great face. Great face. Just hairline, everything. Strong hair. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's a good good package. Cool package. So they go off and, you know, lay on another day bed. They both agree that they've enjoyed getting to know each other and they have a cool little vibe. And then they have a cute little makeout session. Mm-hmm. Um so back to Colton and Tia again. They uh, of course have to have another conversation, right? And so they go on a separate day bed and chat. And Colton says, "Like, look, I came on to Paradise to be selfish and to figure out what I want." Um, and he says, "And I don't want you to see that." Basically, he doesn't want her to see him with other girls. Yeah, right, right. And, you know, says that he owes it to himself to explore. Tia can't take no for an answer. <laughs> Still yeah. trying to fight for a man. This uh, this was very triggering for me. I can't even lie. Really? Well, because I think that we've all been there with giving a guy way too many chances when he just doesn't deserve it because he has whatever you think you need at the time yes but also he's almost blatantly saying to her i am not that into you 
But he's not saying that. He's not saying that, but why is she not picking that up? (laughs) Because she's picking up any other sign. If he touched her hand at that moment, she's like, oh, but he... Maybe maybe he doesn't mean it. Maybe he doesn't oh think so. Oh my god. This We're is seeing like... this on TV a lot and I just think that I I, I can't act a, like I'm above it. I can't act like I'm above this moment. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, there's definitely been moments where I've just um, like, given a guy way too many chances. There's a line in a song. I'm not gonna say the artist's name because she's cancelled. But it says... <laughs> i'm running out of second chances but i'll give you another if you say you tried okay and this is what this reminded me of i was like damn tia he's not even owning his shit he's not even telling you that he dead ass kissed you on that date and was rubbing on your back and all this foolishness and then wants to go be with other girls he's not even really telling you that but you're just going along I don't know, man. Yeah. I guess I have too much pride. I haven't been in this situation. If a guy okay. is telling me flat out, like, not he's not saying flat out I'm not into you, but in so few words he's telling yeah. me I'm just not that into you. Yeah, I can't keep trying. Like at one at some point, my pride is just gonna take a in the way. beating, and I have yeah. to, you know, just run away without some integrity, <laughs> <laughs> like anything. But she's still trying to fight for him, so she says to him like. You know, well, does it bother you to see me with other people? And he flat out said, nope. <laughs> he did? He didn't even say no. He said, nope. Nope. N-O-P-E. I was like, yeah. oh, Lord. And he just, you know, further, he keeps admitting, you know, like, I just don't know what I want. Um, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I don't want. I want. Um, and basically he's saying, like, he doesn't know what he wants, but what he does know is he doesn't want to be tied down to you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Oof. saying all of, like re- I'm reading between the lines, yeah. which you shouldn't have to do. Like Colton should just say what he means and mean what he says. Yeah, but he doesn't know. But he actually sure. doesn't even know. Yeah, this is also showing his like immaturity. And, yes, like, he has a lot of growing to do. I <laughs> thought about that as well. I was like, this is exactly how you came onto the show in a very insecure place about his virginity and like why he hasn't lost it yet i feel like because he just doesn't know what he wants like now i see he's an nfl player he's tall he's cute he's fine he's this he has his own charity all this stuff now i'm starting to see i'm like okay you can't make a decision yeah like decision making skills are not the greatest they're (laughs) off they're off now i can see how there's no anatomical issues no none of that other hypotheses Mm -hmm. you just can't make can't make up your mind i get it, it it's also but it's definitely a maturity thing because he as i said before he's still kind of worried he's still in that worry of like he wants girls to think he's nice mm-hmm. he doesn't want to offend her he doesn't want to tell her you know blah 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 yeah when if he was like a mature full ass confident man he wouldn't care about that stuff he right. would live in this truth and be like yeah. look tia really like you but i'm here to do me and i don't think it's gonna work with us and i'm sorry i know that hurts but it is what it is but he can't say that because he's still worried about how people perceive him and that is just like a sign of immaturity i think yeah yeah for any for men or women for men or women yeah yeah um so anyways tia she's still fighting it's weird to me though how tia is so ready to lock down this guy who was just in love with your friend like she's (laughs) so 
totally fine with being the rebound. It's yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she sees herself that way. Because she thinks she was there first. She, she was so, there for first. I'm doing the air quotes. Yeah. There first. So she's viewing it not as a rebound, but like he's coming back. To he's me. coming back to me. He just had <laughs> yeah. to go on the show, but he's coming back to me now. Oh my God, girl. This is odd. Like, this is very odd. I know. But I think he just has whatever she needs at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's not always dick. It could be something else. Mm-hmm. And I think whatever he's got a hold on her. I still don't know what it is after that one-on-one date and this episode. Still not sure. But yeah. she he's got something that she needs. Yeah. There's definitely an unspeakable something about Colton that she is, can't just get over. I feel yeah, like. she's desperate for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, like, Colton, love Colton, but still, like, he would be the last guy on the island that I would go for because he's the freshest one off of Becca's season. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just weird that she's, like, running straight towards him. Like, that yeah. is, like, he's, he's, his heart is not available to you. Right. Not you, not anybody here. Anybody else, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, like, why are you wanting to do this uphill fight? It's, it's strange. Um... Anyways, so Tia, she still comes with the bullshit. She tells him, like, you know, tonight is important. If you want to stay here, no one else is going to give you a rose. <laughs> like, it's like she's trying to blackmail him into, like... Absolutely. <laughs> she absolutely rose. was. Because she <laughs> had her plan A, which was that he was going to rush back into her arms. And mm-hmm. her plan B was, I'll get you eliminated off the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Colton, he ain't stupid because he knows this is ceremony night. So he's trying to... He's still trying to walk on eggshells. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that into you, but I also need a rose. So just in case. So like, you're pretty. Uh-huh. Still, <laughs> still playing the game. Yep. Right. So anyways, Tia leaves that conversation. She's like, it's not looking good with Colton. She um, goes and chats with Chris, gospel mm-hmm. Chris, who spits a whole bunch of lines about how he knows what he wants and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Tia runs with those lines. You know, she knows what she wants too. She's very easily impressed, I notice. And it, it definitely definitely has to do with her, I think, being from Arkansas and like yep. that pool in Arkansas. Yeah. Like that dating pool is yeah. leaves much to be desired. So <laughs> any of these fuckboys in paradise just, you know, wink at her and say, I'm ready for love. And she was <laughs> totally ready to marry them. It's, crazy oh my god also a level of maturity i'd say for tia for tia yeah i feel like he should have gone outside of arkansas and like experienced other dudes by now yeah it's maturity it's also yeah it's exposure i feel like she hasn't been exposed that much so she's very easily impressed with anything that seems a little bit like shiny and new yeah yeah like says you know a couple lines to her um and Chris, I think he likes Tia mm-hmm. also because he likes competition. So this is where, I mean, we get further into Chris. By the end of the episode, I just don't fuck with him at all. Yeah. But here in this moment is where I really start to see the signs that he likes competition. He mm. likes the feeling of potentially beating Colton. Right, right. Like, yeah. that's what's kind of egging on this, like, feelings for Tia. I don't think it's just Tia. It's also, like, he's playing this game almost yeah. that no one else knows is going on besides him. Like, him just him alone. Yeah. It's like player one and only one. Like. <laughs> yeah. I realize a lot of 
things about uh, Gospel Chris in the past two episodes, but mm-hmm. that was definitely one of them. Like, he he can't just take the person for the person. He also needs some sort of, like, experience to go along with dating the person. It can't be drama-free. There's gotta no. be, like, some yeah. other element in there. There's gotta be some drama, some competition, some yeah. something on top of it. Yeah. It's like, can you just go date this girl and sit down? Like, <laughs> it's a big damn deal. Um, so Colton, you know, he knows he ain't getting Tia's rose, so he's out here shucking for a rose. Mm-hmm. He grabs Angela, who he's playing football with earlier. Um, and Angela right now, she seems a bit meh. She's wondering if he's here for the right reason. She's not sure that he's ready because he's fresh from Becca's season. Colton's like, where is she getting all these things from? Yeah. He immediately goes and confronts the three stooges. <laughs> and Nick basically admits that it was him. He spoke to Angela and kind of like planted these seeds in her head. So, mm-hmm. so we go into the rose ceremony and we have two guys who are going home. And the roses go out. Crystal gives to Kenny. Astrid gives to Kenvin, the Canadian. Tia gives it to Chris. Kendall gives hers to Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, so she chose Joe, not John. And so in this moment, I was like, "Fuck, who's John? Who's gonna get? Who's gonna get John? Who's gonna get John?" <laughs> I was, I was sure it was gonna be Chelsea. I was, I was sure. freaking out. So Annalise gives to Jordan. Nisha gives to Eric. Chelsea gives to David. Ridiculous. Which, well, it confirmed that Nick was going home, basically. That's true. Yeah. Nick yeah, the so that's positive. Because who yeah. else is gonna give it to him? Yeah. Angela finally comes in and saves the day and gives it her rose to John. Yep. Because I was about to jump through the screen. Oh my god. <laughs> and whoop somebody's if, Could you ass. imagine if we lost Wills and John in the same episode? Oh I, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs> not doing this. And yeah, we have three people left. Nick, Wills, and Colton. Bibiana comes up shocks the world gives her rose to colton and she tells colton like i hope this gives you the chance for people to get to know you for you Mm -hmm. tia and chris are obviously tight they thought colton was for sure going home so they can go off and you know be a happy couple (laughs) and america collectively awarded bibiana the nigga you ain't shit award yeah because she ultimately sent wills home yeah right (laughs) Not even for giving it to Colton, but for sending Will's for home. For sending Will's home. Yep. Yeah. Fucking sad. sucked. This was just like Eric on Winter Games. He was I know. I feel day. like it was orchestrated. I don't know if she oh. wanted to give that rose to him. 100%. Twitter. Yeah. Everyone on Twitter is talking about how, or theorizing that the producers paid her. Yeah. Or something. Pig. And yeah. if anyone watches Unreal, the show Unreal, they show this. The producers 100% do all kind of paying under the table and yep. kind of, they incentivize things. Exactly. And so this felt definitely like that moment because Colton mm-hmm. 100% should have went home. This is crazy. So, yeah. We have to say goodbye to Wills. No. Barely saw... He was there for two days. Got no screen time. None. None. <laughs> saw no outfits. You know he packed mad outfits. Oh, I know. We missed all the coordinating sets. All coordinating sets. Didn't see him even key keying with any girls. No, see no. There's that. It's the last yeah. of Wills. When are we gonna see Wills I again? <laughs> Ever again? Maybe another Bachelor in Paradise? A year from now? Oh God. I mean, yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe. I don't 
Go follow him on Instagram. Yeah, go follow him, guys. Like his sponsor posts. Please. (laughs) Support black-owned businesses. (laughs) (laughs) The next day, everyone's talking. No one understands why the fuck Bibiana gave Colton the rose. Why is he still here? Why is he here? Colton is hype. He's ready to explore the ladies. He's excited to still be in paradise because even he thought he was going. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r and then chris harrison arrives and announces that someone will be arriving Mm. and this person is going to change everyone's perspective and basically shake shit up yep Everyone's like, who the fuck is this going to be? He then shoos the guys away and says that the person coming is here to speak with the ladies. Mm-hmm. So the guys go off on the beach onto one of the day beds. They all guess that it's Becca. Yeah. Like immediately. Sure enough, it's Becca. It's, yeah. Comes on down the stairs, goes to the girls. She's all, I'm engaged. Da-da-da-da. They're all like, oh, I'm so happy. All the girls are like melting, just seeing her in love. They're like, "This is my future. <laughs> if I stick with the process, this is what I can get." Oh my no, god! No, bitch, this shit don't work for y'all. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I mean, girl. actually, they have a better chance because Paradise works a little bit better. Oh yeah, Paradise does. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, Kenny, he kind of sneaks up in the bushes 
to confirm that it is Becca. Yeah. And then he yeah. goes back and tells the guys that it is Becca. Colton in that moment literally, like, instantly is on the verge of tears. Instantly? Instantly on the verge of tears when he gets the oh confirmation. Oh, God. Yeah. And he reminds us, he, like, look, he just brought her home to his family. Yep. He also didn't get any closure from Becca. Their breakup, they were both sitting there, like, saying nothing to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was holding back tears and holding back everything. Remember I said he was in his limo and he kind of, like, I said he yeah. looked like a guy who has been through some shit and just doesn't cry. He has yeah. a dad that tells him, like, walk it off. You're a man, <laughs> like, yeah. You're a man, walk it off. Yeah. So he was holding everything in during his breakup with T- with uh, Becca, and sh- Becca also didn't really give him much answers either. Mm-hmm. So shit is pretty fresh, pretty <laughs> fresh for Colton. Um, and also, sorry, also on notes with Colton, like he he's like a little baby duckling. Like he doesn't have a lot of experience. He hasn't had a lot of girlfriends. Yeah. Right. I think he's had little girlfriends here and there, but like Becca represents a lot for him. Mm, yeah, a lot of growth and like transition into his adult relationships mm-hmm. and what they represent in his life. Yeah, yeah, and like as what rid- he should be doing. And like as ridiculous as this bachelorette thing is, and he fell in love with this girl that he knew for like five seconds. <laughs> like this was this mean this, she represents a lot for him, and like this mm-hmm. is real heartbreak. Like he actually experienced yeah. like yes. real heartbreak with her. Right. And it wasn't that long ago. So he's, like, with the guys, he's really going through it. Meanwhile, down on the other end of the beach, Becca comes down to the beach with Tia for them to have a little chat. Colton, from a distance, can see Becca. And yeah. his face just... It just turns white. Like, even whiter than uh, yeah. his ready white skin. <laughs> <laughs> And he just tells the guys, like, this is the tipping point. I don't even know what I'm doing here. And just walks away. Like, he's triggered. In that mm-hmm. moment, he, it's like he woke the fuck up. And it's like, he woke up and was like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the girl that I love is on the other end of the beach. Yeah. And I'm here trying to, like, pretend like I'm here trying to find a wife. And I'm in right. this fucking mess with Tia. And I can't even stop thinking about that other girl down the beach. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh my god. So then, basically for the next ten minutes, Colton is like standing for his like interview, mm-hmm. but he's just looking off into the distance. It was so sad. Like, they had him set up on this rock that was like yeah. perfectly positioned so I that he could see he a was, clear like, view. Yeah, perched. Get a clear view of Becca, and he's just standing, the camera's just on his face, locked on his face, and he's just standing yeah. and staring off into the distance in silence. And it's just crushed just on the verge of tears he eventually sits down he says he doesn't feel well he's gonna throw up and then finally he talks to the camera and this time he's just crying just really crying he said he didn't you know coming to paradise i didn't know if i was ready and i'm just now realizing that i'm not and like you know what's funny And we brought her up last week, I think. Millionaire matchmaker Patty always said that men fall in love with their eyes and women fall in love with their ears. And I think Mm -hmm. it's so funny how he has talked and audibly said and answered questions saying exactly what he's saying in this confessional and didn't really believe it until he saw Becca. Mm-hmm. Like nothing was going to happen. If somebody asked him, are you still in love with Becca? He'd probably be like, yeah, I am. But I'm out here trying to do me. 
Yeah. But as soon as she he saw Becca, it was mm-hmm. over. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's for anyone, though. Like, this... I really feel bad for Cole. Like, uh, so, um, after this, he goes up to the room, and he's just for real balling. Just yeah, like, like balling. needs a yamla. Like, yeah, like, needs a big black bosom to just lay his head <laughs> no! on. No! <laughs> no. He is balling. Like, this man was very in love with Becca, apparently. Yeah. Like, yeah. my goodness. Like, he really looks broken. That's the thing. And... It's probably the magnitude of the relationship in comparison to all of his other ones. This is probably the highest. Oh yeah, this he's was a big been. deal for Colton. Yeah, yeah, a huge deal. And yeah, I just I think anyone, guy or girl, seeing someone that you love or have some type of history with that you didn't end well with, seeing them again, is crushing. Yeah, it's really sad. It's a terrible feeling. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. Um, so yeah, he's up there just really beside himself, bawling his eyes out. David comes up to comfort Colton. Colton is just letting it all out. Him and David having a full-on therapy session, the two of them. Mm -hmm. David, did you notice this? You're the beauty girl. David's eyebrows are, I don't know if he draws them. Those shits are real long. He probably gets them microbladed. I can see him getting them microbladed. They were like drawn so far down. I don't know if they're drawn or what. He looked like Liza Minnelli. That's what I kept <laughs> yes, thinking Yes, he does. You know what? I didn't see it because I try not to look at him, to be honest. But <laughs> I, I, he does look like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's him trying to look older. I don't know. Something's going on with his eyebrows. It's freaking mm-hmm. me out. Um, so anyways, David asked Colton, like, do you, need, do you think you need to talk to Becca? Like, what do you think you need to, like, kind of get through this and Colton says like I don't even know if I can compose myself in a conversation with her could you imagine you are heartbroken laying your whole soul and everything everything is just on fire in your body and the only person to talk to is David (laughs) could you imagine oh my god that would be so horrible the worst and yeah so suddenly Becca she finishes her conversation with Tia and she's like oh I'm gonna go find Colton and like runs down the beach (laughs) skips by hey guys what's going on where's Colton like runs up the stairs like no one could even be like bitch no don't (laughs) she's already halfway up the steps they're like oh god and so she's trotting up the steps Colton's still balling and you know the episode ends and the whole like to be continued to be continued in 24 hours yeah this was, to be honest, this was great television. It was also really fucking cruel. <laughs> yeah, I didn't love it, to be honest. I really didn't fall in Bachelor in Paradise until tonight, until Tuesday's yeah. episode. Oh, yeah, I definitely. was really, really bored with this whole narrative. The um, Colton thing. And I just don't give a fuck if Colton finds love on Paradise. And I don't give a fuck if Tia finds love on Paradise. Yeah, I want to see more of Kenny, Nisha, Eric, John, Melanin. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it was very very long and drawn out um, yeah too much and yeah it was another one that was just like icky scenes like it was great it was yeah. so manufactured yeah for like a very emotional moment like they needed this right. out of colton because yes. they knew it would be good television and it was great yeah. television i was on the verge of tears my damn self <laughs> and but at the same time it was like uh this is just ugh. Too, too much you can see the puppet strings at work exactly you see it. and it's um, just invasive yeah a little bit weird um 
so that's that. Um, before I go into part two, though, I just wanted to say, in terms of watching Colton as the Bachelor, because this whole this whole thing was like his Bachelor bid. Yep. This was them putting together a package for creating Colton into a potential candidate for the Bachelor. Yeah. The problem is, like, has Colton already ruined things? with bachelor nation you know mm. as i said before he's not that well liked anymore i'm over here by myself like yeah colton <laughs> none of y'all fuck with him no more and the tia thing was like very messy so like do you think this was enough do you think this little emotional thing with colton he still has a shot so just episode on the 13th just mondays was yeah, it enough yeah, to redeem moment. him yes yeah, I think so. Because there's a bunch of people who are out here who were like, oh my god, I'm so happy for Becca and Garrett. Those same people will happily watch uh, Colton, Colton season with no problem. That's true. That's a good point. And, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. there, there's so many people who are out here who are just fine with that. And I think that we've all let go of Blake um, yeah. being The Bachelor. And I think this is them trying to get us to forget about Jason. Mm. Jason is not a real contender I know know he won't be but I would still love to see Um, so I think this is enough yeah for sure Mm -hmm. okay yeah Yeah. yes (laughs) (laughs) fuck (laughs) y'all oh my god guys I might need a new partner (laughs) alright let's go into part two of the episode yep Tuesday night so going into part two Tuesday night episode mm-hmm. um, so Becca she trots up up the stairs and walks in on Colton and she's all hey how are you he pulls it together and yeah magically to, yeah doesn't drop a tear gives her a hug they go out and sit and have a little chat you know Becca admits that there was a lot of things left unsaid during their goodbye Colton, his one big question he asked, he had for Becca is, did Tia play a part in me going home? <laughs> He's like, I need to know this. Yeah. Like, can I fuck with this girl or not? Right. <laughs> like, what is, what was that? And Becca said, like, she admits, like, yes, I saw Tia the day before, but no, I had stronger feelings for the other guys. So it's still, it That's is what it, it is. That's yeah. it. Um, and then Becca asks him, like, you know, do you think you're ready to find love? You know, she's looking at him. He looks a fucking mess. Right. <laughs> and she's like, are you ready to find love? And he says, he tells her, like, mm, not really right now. You know, I told Tia, I don't really know what I want. You know, I'm still wondering if I'm ready. Like, he's kind of saying these things like he's feeling it out. Mm-hmm. Now, Becca, she gives her a little a quote-unquote advice, her mm-hmm. two cents. And she says, you know, going into the Bachelorette immediately after Ari, I knew what I wanted. Yeah. And so I pushed through. Yeah. Pushed through the heartbreak? Just went, right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so you're admitting that you weren't ready, but you just went through it anyway? Like, this whole thing was very odd. I was like, uh, I don't think this is good advice at all. (laughs) Sounds Like, girl, I can read right through that shit. Like, yeah, I was very heartbroken from Ari. I had no business being the Bachelorette, but I pushed on through. Because like, I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted. What? Okay. Oh, my God. 
Um, and so she lives him she leaves him with that at the end of their combo. She basically tells him, like, be strong, keep going. Oh my god. Like, this is the worst advice ever. Like he's ever. running the New York City marathon. Like, girl, this right. is not <laughs> no. This is matters of the heart. And this is other people crushed. involved. Yes, other people involved. Like he has no business being here. So anyway, she leaves. As she leaves, she says, I'll tell Gary you said hello. Oh, she said that? You ain't hear that? No. She <gasps> sure enough said that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm already done with her. I can't. Yeah, nope. I can't. So Colton, he goes back to the guys. He's, you know, his face is all cleared up, washed his face, rubbed yeah. the, you know, the redness off yeah, his Yeah, they eye. got him a bounty anyway. Got him a bounty, right. Mm-hmm. Kenny out here sweating all over everybody. <laughs> <laughs> So he goes back to the guys, he tells them, you know, he got the closure that he really wanted, and he's decided that he's staying, and he's ready to open up. <laughs> All the guys are like, huh? <laughs> like, like, you dead ass were just bawling. Like, are you for real? Like, not even an hour ago. Not you even were, like, an hour in, ago. In shambles. Shambles. Like, hyperventilating on the bed, divulging oh your deep, God. darkest secrets to fucking David Minnelli <laughs> on the ground <laughs> and now you're like I'm ready got my closure where's the ladies like what oh my god that made no sense um and then Chris R just keeps just digging himself into a hole for me just keeps on digging yeah he in the confessional he's just talking so much shit again mm-hmm. the competition so much shit can't even have a like a little decency of a heart to be like I see what Colton's going through this must be tough I don't really fuck with this guy but like I can see that his feelings Rebecca were real and he's really Mm -hmm. going through it he's still in the confessional just digging at the dude yeah and says the most asinine thing he says you know you know being a virgin is an emotional kind of thing this is where he gets my nigga you ain't shit award okay. I was screeching mm-hmm. at the Me television too, when he said that I cannot believe how he has the has just the balls and the audacity to come at Colton the way he does yes it's it's so horrendous as somebody who was one of the villains of his season he really doesn't have a place to be coming at people any kind of way no, also he- your identity is a bird um, this goose stupidness. This goose shit is what it's lame. There's no branding. It's not sticky. It's whack. Get the fuck out of here. No, it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also like not like I would rather Colton than Chris. I would rather have a conversation with Colton than have a conversation with Chris. I don't. I don't even want to look at Chris anymore in this <laughs> this season. Better have a what a conversation. Fuck this. Yeah, no, he's the worst. He's the worst. I want someone to punch him. He's annoying as hell. He talks a lot of shit. He's yeah. still doing these low blows with the virginity thing. It's old. Yep. It's tired. He's so into this weird competition. He is the definition of, like, you know, we're saying on this season, all the guys are always like puffing up their chests. Like it's yeah. this weird like toxic masculinity bullshit that was like rampant in the yes. house he's like the leader of this i yeah. cannot 
stand him. Yeah. I can't. That little comment that he made was made no sense, first of all. Right. And second of all, aren't we over the little, like, virginity digs? It's Le- tired. That shit <laughs> died on mental all. Find yes. something else. Oh, my God. And there are other things to poke at at Colton. Like, come yeah, on, man. Come on. Like, and it makes me think that he's he's not good in bed himself. Right, because he's overcompensating for something. If he keeps yeah, digging he out the virgin, to. there's got to be something going on with you, my dude. I bet you his car is like bright yellow. He oh, seems God. like one of those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Bright yellow car, just flat. He wears like Louis yeah. Vuitton belts. Yeah. He wears like <laughs> Versace shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Stupidness. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So, anyways, the guys have the power this week. Yep. Annalise, she's got to be one of the most ridiculous human beings. I'm sorry. Yeah, she is almost representative of all of the crazy that goes on in women's heads that we don't let out because we know it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like when guys call girls crazy a lot of the time, it's because they have let their Annalise out. Mm. <laughs> their inner Annalise has, mm-hmm. yeah. has left their body and come to their mind. Totally see that. She's living. I don't even know what realm this is. She's 33, <laughs> needs a husband, but is like literally saying to the camera how Jordan is a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. He's such a good guy. He's going to make a really amazing husband. How? And I'm like, who are you? Who? Who are we talking <laughs> about again? I, I'm like so confused. Yeah. I'm, I was blown away by this. Blown away. For she's... somebody who's so afraid of everything, I'm just shocked that she would jump into a relationship. Oh my God. With, with Jordan. This man who is an act. An act. A full on <laughs> character. This is crazy. So as she's saying all this and just preaching, you know, all the goodness of Jordan, our girl Jenna arrives oh my god, god. we I, love jenna here oh my stan jenna stan <laughs> jenna. jenna so excited that loved she was her in here. re season didn't get enough of her yep probably my favorite moments of re season she's barefoot and she stra- she just straddles him on the couch oh yeah Ari. barefoot like there was no explanation for why she was barefoot yeah <laughs> she just was <laughs> like, yeah Oh my god, love Jenna. Jenna arrives, she's got pink hair now. Mm-hmm. She's in a pink outfit. <laughs> she looks like a 2018 like uh like Coachella Marilyn Monroe. I was going to say somebody who goes to EDM festivals mm-hmm. like before the paint gets thrown on them. Mhm. And like a little old ho- she she gives me like old Hollywood for some reason. I yeah, I guess her, her face. face. Yeah. yeah, or like a pinup something. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, so she arrives, she's claiming she's looking for someone who can give her deep intellectual conversations about life. <laughs> what? And then, that's what she said to the camera, and okay. then she starts chatting with Chris Harrison and immediately tells him that she's an alien, so. Yes. <laughs> Crazy came out already. Yep. <laughs> this girl's weird. So, Jenna goes down to the beach, she's saying hi to everyone. Jordan is immediately in love. Mm-hmm. This is love at first sight. Like, yep. literally happening. <laughs> What is I can't stand Jordan? Like, you literally see him, like, in love with her in this moment. I know. It was kind of cute. It was a little bit cute. Um, so, Jenna has a date card. And, you know, she's talking to a bunch of people. She pulls Jordan aside to chat. And the both of them are just giddy. 
Yeah. They're talking about how similar they are. They're both crazy, and they kind of have these little weird kind of yeah, very crazy quirky, side, quirky yeah. kind of crazy sides to them. They also, learn it's her birthday. Um, so they're both they're both really liking each other just mm-hmm. from like that one little conversation. Just hit it off instantly. Jordan goes back, tells everybody he's so into Jenna. Couldn't have met anyone more suitable for him. Um, Jeez. Just head over heels already for her. Yeah. Jenna and Jordan, in my opinion, this would never last. No. Like, you could see the sparks coming mm-hmm. off of them when they first met. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what they talk about. Right. What deep <laughs> conversations are y'all having that they keep saying that they're having? But what are they having? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And, like, on the surface, yeah, you can see the sparks, and you, like, you see, like, they seem like they could be perfect for each other, because they're both kind of, like, wild and crazy. But in reality, I actually think Jenna would wreck his heart. Oh, yeah. Oh, bulldoze it. (laughs) Bulldoze it. Jenna is, she's a wild one. Like, she's Mm -hmm. not someone who can really be tamed. I think, I had to really think about this. I, like, really sat and think, like, who would be a good match for Jenna? Mm-hmm. Jenna, I feel like she needs someone who's almost like the male version of Kendall. Someone oh. who's very weird and quirky, but is really grounded at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And so with them, she can also be her wild and crazy side or a crazy mm-hmm. person, but that person would keep her grounded. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I feel like with Kendall, we keep knowing all more weird quirks about her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jenna would get bored with a regular person. Yeah, she can't be with no regular person. But she yeah. also can't be with a Jordan. Because Jordan, his wild craziness, that shit is all an act. Right, exactly. It's all an act and it's yeah. all a front for some deep-seated something that's going yeah. on from his childhood. Oh, <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> he very briefly went in. Remember he went into it very briefly on his yes. two-on-one date? Yeah. There's something going on there and there's a reason why he's acting like this. Yeah. Jenna is truly, in her truth, a weirdo. Yeah. Right. And so Jordan, I feel like, will constantly be playing, like, catch-up with yes. Jenna. Yes. Like, yeah. trying to be cool and weird like her, but she yeah. is just going to run amok on him. Yeah. And she needs, yeah, she needs someone who's, like, weird like her, but also very grounded, so she... And who can see right through her and be like, stop playing these games, Stop bitch. playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, they ain't gonna last. It looks cute on the outside, but this is a mess. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So, Jenna, she eventually, you know, reveals that she wants to take Jordan on her date. Um, she comes down to the beach and, you know, whisks him away from... They're all laying on the daybed. And everyone is like, oh my god, yes, you guys are perfect for each other. Jordan is so smitten. He's been so smitten since you arrived. Everyone is forgetting that Annalise is sitting right there. She's sitting right there. (laughs) Silently crying. Silent tears. Silently. (laughs) Like, they are saying (laughs) the cutest, nicest things to Jenna and Jordan. But, like, no one even remembered that Annalise and Jordan literally were a thing, like, five seconds before Mm -hmm. Jenna showed up. Felt so bad for the girl. Trifling everybody. <laughs> and so Jordan and Jenna, they go off on their date. Mm-hmm. They are going horseback riding down the beach. They are just falling in love with each other. Sitting on the beach, making out. Standing up, making out. Her mm-hmm. whole ass is out. I love it. Her whole ass is whole out this whole out. episode. Mm-hmm. Blurred the whole time. Love Jenna, it. Jenna, I just, I wish I had a little bit more Jenna in me, you know? Right? Well, I gotta be like Jenna. Just out here. <laughs> yeah, just like out here, just living. She's she's great. And so yeah, Jordan is just fully in love with her. He 
tells the camera, this is what I came here for. Wow. Which Th- is, that's it? That's crazy. Because he told Annalise that he, or he was telling the camera that he came there for Annalise. Uh-huh. Yes, that's he did. That's what he said. Yeah. So, he ain't shit. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the beach, Annalise is talking with Nisha, talking about how she can't wait to have, she can't. This is what she said. This girl's nuts. <laughs> she can't wait to make it to the end and have a ring on her finger. Is that what happens at the end of this? Somebody proposes? Some people propose, yeah. What? Not oh, everybody. Oh, yeah, Lord they get a lot of proposals in, in Paradise. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she, she's trying to... Everybody try, everybody's trying to be the next Jaden Tanner, which is like the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Jaden Tanner, Carly and Evan, they're like the Bachelor in Paradise, you know big success stories they have kids now so it's yes like, exactly <laughs> yeah everybody's waiting for that yeah. and like annalise this dream stop <laughs> like if this is end it wake yeah, up yeah you can't bitch. keep chasing this <laughs> no. like stick to the rivers and the lakes that you are used to annalise <laughs> exactly uh, oh. <laughs> <That's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anytime anyways nighttime now Jordan and Jenna return from their dates and even before they go down the steps they are just hardcore making out yeah <laughs> very uncomfortable her whole ass is out mm-hmm. blurred out they are just eating each other's face love it then they you know go down the steps and they're both just raving about the dates and you know going on and on how great it was how magical their connection was blah 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 now Jordan Immediately takes Annalise aside and pretty much tells her straight up, like, my connection with Jenna, he said, like, my connection with Jenna was next level. Mm-hmm. Our date today was unreal. Um, was just raving about the date to Annalise's face and then told her, like, I, I told Jenna that she was going to get my rose. Um, and then, you know, Annalise is just kind of sitting there just taking it all in. Yeah. And he's, you know, feeding her some real honesty and tells her, but... You know, tomorrow, you never know what could happen. You never know what could happen with Jenna. So I'm, quote, saving a place for you if something happens. I was wondering how he said it. I was so disgusted and appalled when he (laughs) said it this way. Like, Jordan. Jordan had me, too. I was really appreciating his blatant honesty. Yeah, yes, me, too. This is what Colton should have been doing. This is what Colton should have done. You need to be explicit with people, especially with these girls like Annalise and Tia who hear what they want to hear. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So they create whole narratives in their mind that nobody said. Yeah. And he came in real... It's hard to hear, but he said it. Yeah. And spoke it very truthfully, but then had to end it with... But just in case, you're my plan B. So if anything goes wrong with Jenna, if another guy walks in and she goes for him, then I got you. Like, right. <laughs> that's basically what he said. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. So Annalise kind of just had to, like, take it in and move the fuck on. Yeah, um, just deal. So Jordan, he's running around telling everybody he loves her. He loves the way she blinks. He loves the way she smiles. <laughs> he loves the way she... Some, she claps her hands when she laughs or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, you know, fully in love. Then, like clockwork, here comes David. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> David Minnelli. Comes in with a birthday David cake. David Minnelli! For, <laughs> I'm calling him from now on. Comes in with a birthday cake for Jenna, who is asleep on the daybed. It is her birthday. 
um, comes, surprises her with a cake, and basically just wants to, like, pick her brain on, like, why she chose Jordan, and this guy's obsessed with Jordan. It's I weird. know. It, it's really not a storyline at all. I just don't no. see how these Bachelor's producers have, have created any content out of this. They're milking the shit out of this. Yeah. They're and David just so, goes with whatever. David so. goes with it, and Jordan doesn't even play into it anymore. Right. Jordan, Jordan himself is like, because he's like, this is just what he does. I can't yeah. even. <laughs> this yeah. is this is his storyline. Right. It's wild. So he's trying to pick Jenna's brain, why she chose Jordan. You know, it's you look like someone who's looking for something serious, not a fling. He's a worst. Is that what she looks like? Because her ass was blurred out the whole episode. Right. This girl is down for anything. If she finds yeah. her husband, okay. But if she's here, she's here for a fling, too. She's just Right. Yeah, she's down with whatever. Mm-hmm. You're putting her in a box, David. Right. So, uh, of course, Jordan comes down. And then Jenna's just sitting there awkwardly between the two of them. David's yapping away and talking his foolishness. Jordan is sitting there silently, not playing into this bullshit. And as I say, he just says to the camera, like, this is what he does. This is what David does. I'm not playing into the storyline. This is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't blame him. Like, this is the whole thing is getting drawn out. The David Jordan thing. It's it's David the whole time. It's just him at this point. Exactly. Because Jordan can stand on his own. Yeah. He's fine. Next up, other couples around, Eric and Angela. So I was thrilled. (laughs) Thrilled? Finally seeing a little Eric. Finally seeing my Eric put some moves on somebody. He didn't mm-hmm. mention the planets. He didn't nope. mention the stars. Mm-mm. I was very excited about sure this. didn't. Yep. So Eric last week, he got Nisha's rose, but mm-hmm. he said that it was more like a friendship kind of thing going on or a friendship yeah. rose. So I'm like, oh, poor Nisha. Hope she I know. Somebody I was like, else. damn, Nisha. <laughs> damn. And, um, so he's, you know, talking with Angela because he's been feeling Angela. So two of them are on the couch. They're chatting it up, talking about deep shit. You know, Eric, he didn't, he wasn't talking about the sun and the stars and all that stuff, but he's, he's a different kind of dude. He's not going to yeah. sit there and talk pleasantries. Like he wants no. to talk some deep stuff. So yeah. Angela's able to keep up. And so they're having a really good connection and, you know, they cheers, they hug it out and then they have a little makeout sesh. Mm-hmm. It was cute. He it was, it was a little. I don't know if this was smooth or what this was. He they took they cheers, and he kind of was like looking at her very longingly, <laughs> slash creepily, <laughs> and he was like, "Can I get a hug?" And then she's like, "Oh yeah, sure." And then the hug then, obviously was like a kiss. So. Right. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um. So yeah. So there's a lot of couples happening. Mm-hmm. There's a few women, though, who's still kind of up in the air. Bibiana, we don't know what's going on with her. I was wondering the whole time. I was agreeing with everything she said, but I was like, who's your man, though? Who's but it's okay. <laughs> what? Are you trying to find somebody? Are you trying to go home? Like, what? Bibiana, we don't know what's going on with her. Nisha, we don't know what's going on with her. No. Chelsea, not sure what's going on with her. Chelsea. And oh, Annalise. Who the fuck oh, is? Lord. She's, she's lost. She lost her husband. She got divorced. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> she is a divorced woman walking a scorned widow like walking around paradise <laughs> pining over the dumbass Jordan um, so in the midst of all this someone new arrives oh. and it's Caroline Caroline yeah. from Ari's season 
Caroline is gorgeous. I keep saying, I've said it so many times before. I think she's so pretty. Caroline is also the queen of milking 15 minutes of fame. (laughs) Yeah. The queen. The only reason Caroline is like a thing is because she spoke up on the woman tell all. She was the one girl who was like, we know what you did, Ari. Yeah. And then literally that next day, she was like on a press tour. She yeah. was on Good Morning America yep. chatting. She was on fucking E! Hollywood Tonight. Like just e- from that one E! Moment, Hollywood Tonight? <laughs> whatever. Just from that one decision she made to like yeah. be that girl at Woman Tell All. Like that anonymous girl who like finally speaks up. And now she's on Paradise. Like yep. she, she could have very well just faded into oblivion from mm-hmm. Ari's season. But she's here. Um, she's here. She arrives with a date card and she is just so nervous. She's a bumbling idiot. Keeps talking about how nervous yeah, she is. What the f- I was like, girl, you don't even know where to walk? Yeah, why are you acting like that? It was weird. <laughs> like, I was like, you are pretty as shit. I know you've gotten plenty of dudes in your time. So right. why, what do you mean you're nervous? She's also and a pat. Isn't she a pageant girl? She's a pageant girl. I was just about to say, she's a pageant girl. Yeah. If anything, you should know how to walk and put right. one foot in front of the other. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyways, she she's here. Just nervous. Bundle of nerves. She pulls Venmo John aside and, you know, still talking about she's nervous. John says, you know, to the camera that, she, you know, she's like my celebrity crush. And now she yeah. now I'm meeting her and I'm nervous. It was so cute. So slash. adorable. Don't call these people celebrities. Stop. Yeah, this is definitely not that situation, but no. it's okay. It was, but I see what he means. Like he watched her on television. He's yeah. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. she's gorgeous. And now he's like sitting talking with her. It's cute. Yeah. So they hit it off, and so she picks John for her date, and he says, you know, this is the first one-on-one date I've ever been on. I know he's talking about the show, but this might actually be John's first date ever. No, (laughs) don't say that. (laughs) What is John's backstory? Who are his ex-girlfriends? What kind of girl does he go for? I need to know more about his history. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be surprised if this was his first date ever. (laughs) Like... When he said that, I had to think. I was like, oh, wait, he's talking about the show. But this could actually be his first date. <laughs> so many questions about Venmo John. Yeah. So Caroline and John go off on their date. They go into town, have a little, go to a little dinner spot. Caroline asks him, what are you looking for? This is the mm-hmm. question that everyone always asks on, on dates. And I have yet to get a satisfying answer. Mm-hmm. Until... John. <sighs> Love Venmo it. John. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Gave I the... mean, he has millions. He needs to know. And like... brains. <laughs> <laughs> and has done some self-reflection before coming on the show and actually asked himself, you know what? What What am I looking for? Right. Before just showing up in fucking paradise and trying to, like, find love. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He gave the best answer I've heard among these people ever. He said that he's an analytical guy. He's a hopeless romantic. So he's looking specifically for someone who can keep him grounded. He also is someone, he has a tendency to get infatuated with people very quickly. Mm-hmm. And so he's looking for a very specific girl who can come in and kind of like hold them together. Yeah. Just demonstrated a level of like self-awareness yeah. that is a very rare commodity on this show. <laughs> it is. It is. And like you said, I don't, believe that that is experience based 
Mm-hmm. Like, that's not dating experience based. Because, no. like you said, this could be John's first dinner with a woman. Like, <laughs> yeah, this has nothing to do. You can have 8 million different girlfriends or whatever, boyfriends. And not know what you want. Still know, have no clue what you want or still yeah. have no self awareness about yourself to know what you need. Yeah. John is very, it's talking very concretely. He's saying, I'm an yeah. analytical person. I'm a hopeless romantic. I get infatuated with women. I need somebody who can keep me grounded. Like, he's thought yeah. about these things. Right. These people are in paradise, flowing around, going from guy to guy, girl to girl, and don't know, not a damn clue what they're looking for. Yeah. So this was very refreshing to hear, and that's all I've been waiting for is someone to give me a good answer to that question. Jesus. <laughs> and so he's talking with Caroline, and, you know, he, he, he asks her, you know, what, what about you? What are you looking for? She says she's looking for someone kind, because she just got out of a relationship with... Sounds like a guy who's just a big old meanie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a mean asshole, I guess. Somebody who made her feel bad and Yeah. So she's right now she her focus is kindness. <laughs> she's seen, yeah. she needs someone who can just be nice to her. And John, he said, you know, he's a believer in this process. He's very excited about paradise. Now that she's here, you know, it's the first person he's been excited about. And they're all cute, holding hands at the table and you know, all that jazz. Yeah, I ignored all this because I don't like Caroline. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, John is very kind. He's a very kind guy. So he's probably yeah. the best match for Caroline and the type of guy the type of guy that she should be dating. Yep, yep. She's just not who I want for John. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. Hell no, especially after hearing she got out of a relationship not that long ago. Girl, Did you bye. also keep hearing that he's not her type? Yes, she said that so many times. She said that a lot, and I was wondering what she meant. Yep, and ooh, 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 oh, this is bringing back memories. Caroline was the motherfucker who said how Cien, what did she say about Cien? <gasps> oh, no. Light bulbs flashing. <laughs> she gets, she gets my Becky of the Week award. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I can't stand her. So oh, this is why I don't call. like her. And you just, call, you up. just, uh, just reminded me why I can't stand that bitch. Yeah. This is why. Wait, so let's recall a second. So she said on Ari's season, when Cien was going off on her one-on-one date, she was the one in the confessional who was saying like, yeah, I can't really see it. Mm-hmm. I can't see them together. Yeah. And for us, that was code for, you don't see him with a black girl. Because Cien is amazing. Yeah. How do you not see him falling for <laughs> a woman like her? So the whole CCC right. was very coded for us. Yeah. And then let's flash forward to today, her day with John. She said multiple times, you're right. I don't usually go for guys like John. Mm-hmm. I don't, he's not my usual type. He's not my type. And that to me is also a little coded. It could be she doesn't really go for nice guys or kind guys, but it also could mm-hmm. be she's never really dated Asian or she's not really into Asian An dudes. Asian guy, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was like, he's a great body. He's tall. He is, is clearly so got a great looking. job. He's yes. so smart. He's and he's nice. cute. He has a great face. He's <laughs> adorable. What? And I feel like he's cuter in person, too. I feel mm-hmm. like his cuteness yeah. is not translated over TV. What? I think he's good looking. I yeah, I think he's good looking on TV, too, but I think he's better looking in person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what of all those elements don't you date? Right. What about <laughs> like, that is not Do you date dumb guys? Type? Do you yeah. date ugly guys? Do you date short guys? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I'm confused. Do you date unemployed men? Mm-hmm. What is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't stand her. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, wee. Yeah. She's growing, though, I guess. She's trying something new. 
Oh no, I don't. I'm not gonna see it for her ever. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Trying to see the brightness, but yeah. Fuck Caroline. Anyways, mariachi band shows up. They're <laughs> dancing and <laughs> dancing and you know kissing and it's mm-hmm. all cute. Next day rolls around. We have another arrival. So there's so many bitches rolling through. So many bitches running in this damn <laughs> island. My God. <laughs> another arrival. And it's Juba, Juba, Juba. Jubilee is here. Jubilee is from uh, Ben Higgins' season. That's shocking. She, is, she was in Paradise before. Yeah. Didn't last that long, but she was there. And, uh, yeah, Jubilee's great. Shows yeah, Jubilee's up beautiful. Gorgeous. Just gorgeous. And she says off rip to the camera that she usually goes for smart, nerdy guys. Mm-hmm. So we already knew off rip she's going for John. So yeah. But yeah, Jubilee looks gorgeous. She looks like a goddess. She came mm-hmm. in with like 28-inch Malaysian natural wave. <laughs> The edges were laid. It was yes. a good unit that she yep. had in her head. Need to find out where that hair is from. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, she's fresh out the military. She was active duty, she said, for about four years. I think she's, I don't know if she was saying she was just now retired, but she's, oh, okay. I guess, a veteran now. Um, and she rolls up and everybody is shook. The yeah. girls, the guys, yep. she... She came in strong because she just yes. looked amazing. <laughs> yep. Kevin was like with Astrid, like next to her. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was in the confessionals quite a bit. Yes. Saying she's going to shake this place up. She walked yep. in looking the way she did. It's about to go down. Yep. Um, so Jubilee has a date card. And so she's pulling people aside. She pulls Kevin aside, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kevin, being you know, a respectable guy, he said he has something going on with Astrid. Yeah, I respected him for this. Through. Yeah, I, I can dig that. And so, you know, Julie's like, all right, cool. She then pulls John aside, Venmo mm-hmm. John. And they go off and have a moment. Loved this conversation, was just living. I know. Oh, my so God. Cute. So he asks her like about her experience on Ben's season. What was it like? And she said she felt you know very different from the other girls. She was on her on her season. She's like very quiet and reserved, and mm. she's kind of like the weird quirky one. And she didn't really vibe well with the girls. John, he was like, I can relate. You know, I'm half Chinese. I'm half white. I'm not the cookie cutter kind of like I don't know. He said like jock or whatever that typically yeah. on this kind of show. And I was like, oh my god, thank you just for saying that whole statement. I know. And thank you to the producers. Y'all ain't shit, but thank you for putting that shit in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. Really appreciated uh, just hearing that line. Basically saying that, uh, yeah, you guys don't ever cast anyone who looks like me. And so I didn't think I had a shot. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> they could have right. clearly edited that out, but I'm glad they put it in, actually. Um, and then we learned, you know, sh- he works in tech. She worked on computers in the military. Mm-hmm. And they just have a lot of things, you know, in common. Meanwhile, down on the beach, Bibiana is talking with Caroline and tells Caroline, like, you need to be aggressive. You need to go get your man. This is paradise. Mm-hmm. New bitch is going to be showing up every day. If you really <laughs> like John, you need to go and get him. Like, don't sit here idly. Which is really good advice, to be honest. Yeah. Like, fuck Caroline, but Bibiana's like, she sees how this game is supposed to be played. So yeah. you need to butter him up and make sure you're always fresh in his mind, basically. 
So Caroline gets off her ass and goes and grabs John and they, you know, go over by the daybeds and they're, you know, just starting to cuddle a little bit. And then Jubilee mm. shows up. Like a savage. <laughs> like a thief of the night. Shows up <laughs> on the beach and invites John on her date. Giving the date <laughs> card. And he says, yes! and leaves Caroline in the dust <laughs> with no regard like None. okay see ya never yeah, she was out, okay but I see and he was gone <laughs> ready up the steps out the door bye Ooh, you know I was relishing in this moment I was mm-hmm. like yes leave that bitch in the dust leave her bye so John's a hot commodity he's now on two dates in a row I know <laughs> and he had Kendall for a second there he, mm-hmm. was like, he had Kendall for a little second yeah. and then remember the first episode I said that I thought I saw him and Annalise yes making out now I don't know because they never brought it back up again so I don't know if maybe it was, it was Kendall Annalise. maybe it was Kendall yeah maybe it was Kendall if it was a blonde person from like a it side. was a blonde person and I believe it was Venmo John yeah Either way, he's out here getting ass. Yeah, yeah. Proud of him. (laughs) So Jubilee and John go on their date. They go zip lining. Love zip lining. They're having a lot of fun. You know, very adventurous, whatnot. They sit for lunch, and Jubilee. That's where she talks about she was active duty in the military for four years, Mm -hmm. and then she's asking him about like you know what do you do, and he tells her you know I, you know casually made the iPhone app for Venmo. proud of this guy i'm just so happy i know oh i my love God. this i love this my favorite people on the show like ever i think yeah jubilee is obviously very impressed because this is mm-hmm. a huge fucking deal and john he then says like he doesn't really bring it up with people you know people make assumptions about him having money or a job or just he's like i'm just a programmer i'm just a lowly low programmer i would love to know what the fuck kind of problem this is like, you don't admit your job because you make too much money? I would love that problem. <laughs> but no, it kind of must be a thing. Like, as a... Here's the thing. Venmo John, he's a regular schmegler dude. He's a nerdy yeah. guy who's coding yep. and making websites in his dorm room at Harvard. Yeah. He never got girls. Yeah. Now, suddenly, you're getting girls? <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't yeah. tell everyone that you made Venmo. You can't tell everyone that you, you know, drive or whatever. Like, yeah, there yeah. are girls out there that are thirsty for that shit. There's exactly. groupies in all sectors. Okay? Yes. There are definitely some tech groupies out yes, there in fucking groupies. Silicon Valley or whatever. So he knows. He yeah. knows. Um, so, yeah. So then she's like, so who are you really? Like, tell me more about you. And then they're kind of just... Finding other similarities. He plays guitar. She plays cello. They're yep. all cute and, you know, have a lot going on together. Um, then he goes in for the kiss. Mm-hmm. And it was a quick little peck at first. And then later on, we see them by the waterfall and they're full on making out. Yep. <laughs> Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> like, yes, jupes. Get it. Meanwhile, Kend- uh, Kendall, Caroline, she's going crazy back on the beach. Just, you know. In a straight jacket, bouncing off the walls, doesn't know what's going on with John and Jubilee. Is this where she said this sh- this show has brought out every insecurity she's ever had in her life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! I don't, I she needs to get eliminated next week. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I don't know if I can take her for much longer. Oh my God! I can't stand her. Anyway, I don't right. think I feel like half these people have no business being on this show. They yeah. all have so much personal work to do on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like, so many 
many therapy sessions <gasps> need to be booked? Oh my god, what if they made another branch off show in between Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise about like finding oneself? I don't know what we call it, therapy, <laughs> Bachelors in Therapy. I don't know what we call <laughs> Bachelors in Therapy. Oh my god. They need to. They it need needs to. to be like a um they had what's it called? Jade and Tanner actually. They were on marriage boot camp. Yeah, I was gonna say like marriage boot camp. Uh, they all live in a house together. Yep. They have separate themselves. therapists. They do activities during the day. Mm-hmm. It could be a whole thing. Oh yeah, they need the, yes. They need to. They need some group therapy action. Yeah. I feel like yep. separate the girls from the guys. Yes. Let them work yes. separately on each other. Oh my god! Have a male therapist for the girls. Have a female therapist for the guys. This yes. could be a whole show. They, ABC, yeah. call us. Let us know. Because they got some work to do. Caroline, yeah. why is this bringing out all the insecurities you've ever felt in your life? Or whatever the hell you said. You just got here. <laughs> you just met this man. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh man. boy. Anyways, Kenny and Crystal. Kenny pulls Crystal aside. He has a surprise for her. He has set up this whole cute little thing. He drew a heart in the sand. He set up these candles. He laid out a blanket. They're going to have a whole little private moment. He starts telling her all this stuff. I, didn't, I wasn't paying attention. Pouring out his heart, basically, to Crystal. Yeah. and uh, Well, he was saying that he's very sturdy and just uh, he'll, he's going to be very honest and upfront because he has a child and he doesn't have time to waste. Mm, okay. So. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the minute he said child, Crystal's probably like, okay, yeah, this is right, it's a let him go. It's been fun, we've been yeah. swimming around and kissing, but this just got real, and yep, yep I'm not ready for a child. Hmm. And so, yeah, she she says, look, I'm moving slower, Yeah. and just talks in circles, basically is friend zoning him, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's all this pretty much was, um... And tells him, like, if new girls come, like, please go and explore that. That's basically saying, like, I'm not into you. Go find right. somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically that. And poor Kenny's just sitting there just looking like a chump, basically. So sad. Very sad. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> Tia and Chris are. Tia's worried because new girls are walking in every five seconds. <laughs> And so she tells Chris, like, I'm just worried about all the new girls coming, you know, where and where things are going to stand between us and Chris, you know, you have nothing to worry about, you know, be confident what we have, like, <laughs> all this foolishness. Soon after this moment, yeah, Gospel night. Chris is sitting off on a daybed by himself, and along comes Crystal. Mm-hmm. Crystal approaches the bed. Crystal says that, you know, she she came to Paradise. She first had a little thing with Kevin. They had a little makeup. Oh, yeah. Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's been hanging with, you know, Kenny these last couple days. Mm-hmm. But really, she's really had her eye on Chris this whole time. Mm-hmm. But she hasn't gone for it because he's been in this mess with Tia and she's been with Kenny. So now she's going to, like, I guess, shoot her shot, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Now, Chris is the fucking worst and is a fraud. He literally yeah. just said to Tia, you have nothing to worry about. Be confident in what we have. Now he's laying on the daybed with Crystal and off rip, he says, I'm not in a relationship. Like, just so you know. Ooh. Like, off rip, he's basically saying Tia ain't shit. So, yeah. just so you know, right. I'm not feeling her like that. 
took him three seconds to toss this girl to the side. Yeah. <laughs> the same guy who was talking so much, so much shit, shit on Colton and how Colton was treating Tia like an option and you shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. Don't play with her heart. And it literally took him three seconds to toss Tia at the window. Yep. And then, continuing with his fuckboy stuff. Agenda. Agenda. <laughs> says to her you know i've never kissed a blonde before ew how does this work on people this works on crystal yeah <laughs> like, oh yeah well she's like foolish but <laughs> i think it's just i think it works with people who are superficial yeah i guess if yeah. some guy said to me i've never kissed a black girl or like i've never kissed a girl with braids i'd be like you know what you go out and find that girl then friend yeah i would I w- call him friend friends i would curse him out first and then tell him to go like she just ate it up like yeah oh, really and then before you know what they're making out on the bed uh-huh. wild three seconds after both of them just broke up with their respective <laughs> yes, with somebody else <laughs> or not even broke up she broke up with kenny and chris like just solidified his way to the tia <laughs> yes. like what so the next day tia again marching around the island telling everybody how much she's in love with chris mm-hmm Meanwhile, Colton is chatting with Kevin, and Kevin reveals that Chris kissed Crystal last mm-hmm. night. Fuckboy Chris is also at breakfast marching around telling everybody that he kissed Crystal. Yeah, like broadcasting it. Broadcast. Well, not to everybody, to the guys. To, to all the, the guys. guys. Yeah. He's telling all of them, and then he even tells... Ugh, he's so gross, just vile. He says... You want to hear my line was? I told her I never kissed a blonde before. (laughs) 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 Some guys talk. This is so stupid. Oh, God. And in his confessional, he says, you know, I I have the rose this week. I have the power this week. You know, Tia's an option, but I'm still open to all the women. All the women? Yep, all the other women. Okay, T and Crystal are checking for your ass. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Exactly. And literally, again, literally, you came for Colton <laughs> 24 hours ago for the same <laughs> shit that you're saying now. You just literally said the, the words Tia is an option. Yeah, yes. And you came for Colton's neck because he was treating her like an option. Exactly. This yep. guy is the worst. Ugh. So Colton pulls Tia aside. Mm-hmm. And because he still, you know, wants the best for Tia or whatever the fuck. He pulls Tia aside and tells her that... Cr- cr- <laughs> In my notes, it says, Chris killed Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be interesting. <laughs> Straight up murdering people on the show. So, <laughs> Colton tells tells her tells Colton tells Tia that Chris Mm -hmm. kissed Crystal yep Tia's like oh my god what she's just getting tossed like a ragdoll all around this beach these guys are just literally just playing games because they can they can sniff it out fuck boys sniff out when you are emotionally vulnerable and Mm -hmm. they're like oof you don't feel so good about yourself ooh that one right there Mm-hmm. I'm going to snatch all the rest of your shreds of self-confidence and then I'm going <laughs> to eat them right in front of you mm-hmm. and then go make out with another girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly they live off it. of it. Yep, they could mm-hmm. sniff tea out from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she's just like, what the fuck is going on? Meanwhile, Jordan and Chris 
are having just like vile again yeah. toxic masculine real male locker room like locker when i think room. of locker room talk yes it was yeah. very much locker room conversation they're basically talking about the women in paradise as food yeah they said weird. annalise is the appetizer crystal she's like a main dish bibiana she's like you know the dessert, dessert. you go for it was gross. Jordan, yeah. he's gassing up Chris's head. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the man. You kissing all the girls. Da 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 da. When really Venmo has made out with three people now. Yes, he is killing. All these girls are like falling in love with this man. Yep, mm-hmm. picturing him down the aisle. So fuck you, Chris. <laughs> and so yeah, they're kikiing, having their locker room disgusting moment together. And then Tia comes around the corner and says, "Chris, we need to talk." And it will be continued Continue next, next week. week. That was the episode. Yep. So we got a preview for next week. Mm-hmm. Tia's going to confront, confront Chris, obviously. Right. Let's see how that goes down. And then rose ceremony, four girls are going home. Ooh. <laughs> well, I guess 16 girls showed up this episode. Yeah, exactly. So that makes sense. <laughs> four girls are going home. Jubilee and Caroline are still fighting for John. Mm-hmm. Both just, I guess, just grabbing him every five seconds, trying to keep him fresh <laughs> in their mind. And Jenna is allegedly torn between David and Jordan. Which is <laughs> a full-on producer like, yeah. love triangle that no one gives a shit about. Yep. And, yeah, that's it. The only thing I care about is that Jubilee comes out on top for John. I know. That's exactly. literally all I care about. Me too, because I'm <laughs> living it. for the, all this interracial, intersectionality, loving it. Yes, all of the races, the two, yes. like, the POCs bonding together, saying we don't need not none of y'all. Yes. <laughs> we gonna run off and have Blasian babies together <laughs> and fuck the rest of y'all. Like, that, yep. I'm living for this. And, yeah, that was it. That was the episode. And that was a hella long one. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. And also hit us up on Twitter, the number two BLK girls, the number one rose. And email us. Email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. And also you can find us on Facebook, same name. That's it. We'll be back next week. Paradise. Yay! Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.